Hey everyone, Josh Taylor here from CE Podcast. Hope all is well. Another day, another podcast. So today I want to talk to you about reward, about treats. All right. So getting a lot of questions about whether or not treats are treats okay. Um, you know, I don't want to use treats because then they depend on it. It feels like a bribe. Um, whatever the case might be. All right. I want to give you a little bit more light on the whole treat situation, okay? Because there's a lot of naysayers out there, and I just want you to understand at least what I mean when I interpret treat, okay? Treat does not mean cookie, okay? Not every time. Treat means treat. Whatever you deem your, or I should say, whatever your dog deems as a treat. So it could be a ball. It could be a toy. It could be a tug toy. It could be, of course, food. It could be whatever the case might be. All right. You need to figure out what that is. It won't be that hard. Okay. When we have our children, we know what they like. We know what they, they, they want to have. And so, you know, sometimes we use that when they do something really good. So they had a really good day at school. The teacher calls us and says, like, you know, uh, they'll say, like, my son Jet did this or that. Or my son, um, you know, he raised money for, uh, for cancer and, and he's six. And he... <laughs> In the summertime, he got like a little table and, you know, he took water bottles from, from, you know, from our house, obviously. And he put water bottles and, you know, he, he just started selling them for a few bucks and all the money was going to, uh, to cancer. And so he ended up doing really good. In fact, um, the Cancer Society, I, for, I forget the booklet. Shoot, I wish I brought it. Anyways. And it says, like, you know, a big thank you to Jet Taylor for, <laughs> you know, raising this much money and this and that. And, I mean, that was huge. And when I saw that, I was floored, you know. And so I wanted to do something that he loved to do that was a treat, right? So this is how and what you want to look at it when it comes to your dog. And so... You know, your dog um, might not necessarily raise money for cancer. Maybe some do, by the way. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I see some incredible things that we do with dogs. I also have a pet therapy company with a partner of mine. And um, we help a lot of kids in schools. And it's, um, it's really awesome. It's really awesome. But anyways, we're, it's, today it's about treats. Okay. So um, how many of you realize that a treat is going for a walk? Right. So when your dog gets super excited and is jumping on you and biting you and this and that because you grab the leash and we're going for a walk and you proceed to put on the leash and then go for a walk, you technically just gave your dog a cookie. Might as well give him a piece of steak or whatever he, lo he or she loves. OK, so it's very important that um, you kind of realize all the things that equal a treat to your dog, okay? So walks are a big one. Playing fetch could be a big one. Uh, food in itself could be a big one. Uh, you know, all of these things can be very rewarding. So the idea here is that if my dog is barking at me, this is a great example. 
We know it has nothing to do with going, having to go potty. Okay, let's just say that. All right. Let's say we know the dog just did potty. The dog doesn't have any illness right now. There's no, you know, explosive diarrhea or anything like that. Right. Okay. So we're, we're in the clear. But our dog is nagging us, barking, barking, barking. And someone, you know, in the family or, or yourself even says, oh, you know, maybe my dog needs to go for a walk. And so you proceed to get your stuff on, grab the leash. The dog's even more crazy, more excited. And then you go outside. What did the dog learn? The dog learned that the more I demand, the more I stomp my foot and bug you, the more I get what I want. Now, of course, there's some circumstances in here and people could say, but what if the person never walks their dog or this or that? But I'm just trying to give you like a general idea here. Okay. So it's so important that just for that walk, there's something, some give and take. So it could be that your dog is very calm. Maybe they're laying down. They're being still. They're chilling. This could be a time where I go, I grab the leash and I say, let's go for a walk. Why? Because I'm rewarding calm. All right. At the end of the day, that's the whole point of treats. It's to reward calm. It's to reward something that you love to see, not as a bribe. A bribe would be something like your dog is jumping all over you. You pull out a cookie to get your dog to sit. They sit and then you give them the cookie. Some dogs, you can absolutely get away with this, but most of them are going to be way too smart for that. They're going to connect the whole sequence of what just happened. They're going to start... Um, they're going to start actually uh, um, jumping or doing whatever they were doing in order for you to react by pulling out the treat to get them to sit. Okay. It is so important that you pick up on those things because that's actually a very general basic way that people or, or that, that trainers even um, what we tell people to do at times. Okay, you know, the dog is jumping, pull out the cookie, ask your dog to sit. They said, good job, reward that behavior because we're trying to reward what we do want. Yes, this is correct. But in some cases, or I should say in a lot of cases, your dog will actually start to associate, I act crazy, I jump, I get asked to sit, I get a cookie. But they don't pick up on just the ending part. They pick up on the whole thing. And the reason why that happens, you want to know why? I know you're out there, okay? Don't hide. <laughs> when your dog is calm and quiet, we are less likely to pay attention to them. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. When our dog is chilling, let's say we have a very active, rambunctious dog. When they're laying down, when they're sleeping, or when they're just kind of hanging out with us, we are less likely to go over there and give them a cookie or give them a treat, meaning walk, meaning petting, meaning toy, when they are actually calm. Because usually we'll say something like, no, 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 leave the dog alone. The dog is quiet. <laughs> you know, we need peace. This is a recipe for disaster. This actually really lowers um, the training level of your dog. Because the dog will only associate that you react in the excitement. And so good things only come when I'm at that level of excitement. 
okay? We want our dog to understand that arousal up is okay. There's nothing wrong with that, with reason. But arousal down is where really the good stuff happens, okay? So I want you to really remember that. That treat is a lot deeper than just give a cookie when they're being good, okay? Um, so... What do we know so far? We know that we should be watching on sequence. We should make sure that we're trying to proactively reward our dog when they're already calm, even if that may very well get them a little excited again. Okay. And you might be telling yourself, Shh, leave the dog alone. Like the dog's quiet. <laughs> okay. But believe it or not, this is the moments when you should reward. Okay. Not when you're trying to talk on the phone and the dog is bumping you with their nose or barking at you, or slamming the paw on your leg, okay, or whatever, that is not the time to start petting your dog or giving them attention, okay, which is commonly what happens. So start proactively focusing on calm to reward, all right? And then once again, treat. So I'm on a walk, and my dog is walking really nice, Things are going spectacular. Okay. Don't be shy to give affection. Let your dog talk to your dog. Just talking to your dog delivers oxytocin to the brain. Okay. Just letting them know that you're happy right now with what's going on is really important. Giving them a treat. Primary reinforcers. You know, like if, if that's something they love, then by all means, give them a treat. All right. A cookie. Um, uh, you know, uh, bring a ball with you when they're walking nicely, give them a break, give them a cue, like, you know, okay, or break or free. And then, you know, throw the ball or toss it up in the air, let them catch it. If you're, if they're leashed, you know, and then once they catch it, give, put the ball back in your pocket and you continue walking. Like these things are so crucial, but I'll tell you once again, what everyone does or what many of people, many people do. They'll be walking. The dog will start jumping on them. Then they start interacting with the dog, like stop this, blah, 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 blah. Finally, they get the dog to stop. And now they're pulling out the treat or the cookie to reward their dog. I'm not saying that's technically wrong. What I'm saying, though, is that if you are only focused on reacting to the reaction of your dog, then the reality is, is that your dog ends up saying, well, I get more attention and good things come when I act like this. And I know there's many of you that can say stuff out there, including trainers. I could say like, oh, you know, they don't think that far along or they don't think it. Listen, doing this 18 years and it's extremely clear to me that these dogs will pick up on these sequences. OK, they will pick up on these patterns. All right. We're not telling we're not saying that they can tell time. OK, all we're saying is that they can pick up on pattern on routine. The routine is I act excited. You do whatever you ask me to do. I do it. And then the cookie comes out. And so they believe that, you know, this becomes a conditioned response. So now your dog associates like every time I do this, a cookie eventually comes. It's almost like you're bridging it. Okay, like I'll give you a good example. It's not a, or, or it's a good example. It's not exactly the same thing, but let, okay, a clicker, clicker. I love clickers. Such a good training tool. Okay, we're using this to bridge. Okay, conditioned responses and so on. Okay, so for example, 
um, when you know, let's say the butt goes on the ground. The moment the butt goes on the ground, I click and I reward. Okay, I'm asking my, you know, this is a concept for like sit. All right. If let's say your dog got excited and starts jumping and going crazy. Okay. And, and then I get them to calm down. I'm like, hey, hey, stop. Hey, no, 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 blah, 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 sit. And then they sit and then I reward. Theoretically, it is almost as if you clicked the moment they got excited. So they jumped on you and you clicked and then they went into the sit and then they got their reward. All right. And a lot of people, they, they, they don't notice that this is happening. So they come to me and they think their dog is broken. <laughs> All right. They think their dog is broken. So they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. I've tried this so many times and it's almost every time. And it's true. They actually did try it 5,000 times and they did try their best. And it's not even that they were doing it wrong. Okay. In, in the sense of like the cookie cutter dog training technique. Okay. They were doing it right. The moment the dog sat, they rewarded, but they were never doing it proactively. There are never, so this is kind of, I'll give you a good example of something that I do with my dog when, because my, my dog can still be very excited. White lab service dog for my son. But when my dog is not working, my dog can be very excited. And so if I am going on a walk and my dog starts jumping over me, uh, all over me for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe the dog saw, maybe uh, she saw some, someone or something or who knows. She gets excited when I gain control and she goes into a good position. So she's sitting or she's just looking at me. I'll just kind of give her a little pat. But my 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 treat isn't so like impactful. Like I'm letting her know like, hey, thank you. You paid attention. You did a great job. Awesome. But then we continue. But. Let's just say it was a bird she saw. So that bird caused her to react the way she did. I gained control. And then when I did, I just kind of gave her a little pat. I said, good job. Very just kind of like nonchalant, but still letting her know I did, you know, you did good. And then we continued. Then let's say 10 minutes later, we see another bird. She sees the bird and she sits down and she looks at me. Oh my goodness. I'm pulling out like, you know, the creme of the creme, whatever I have that she absolutely loves. I'm pulling it out. Okay. That to me, uh, speaks volumes to the dog versus pulling out that creme of the creme when they just jumped on you, even though you got them in the position you want them in now. Okay. So the smart ones out there, dogs I'm talking about the dogs the smart ones out there they will pick up on this sequence okay and so the way i know that it's happening is if first i i i do ask a lot of questions to my client but while i'm asking and they tell me that they've been doing a certain thing if they've been doing it for more than five weeks okay five weeks to me is a good number i'm not expecting miracles at five weeks but i am expecting something if I'm noticing that it's almost going worse than good. So, you know, they come to me and they're explaining their problem to me. And then they say like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this. Like, and I tell them, I go, no, but really like how long do you like realistically? And they'll be like, oh, you know, 15 weeks or, you know, it's been three months or blah, blah, blah. I'll say, okay, stop. I'll go, if it's been that long, 
then we need to figure out a new plan. Okay, something is going on. And a lot of the times I figure out that they're picking up on this sequence. Okay, you know, in a lot of ways, this is actually a big secret that I'm mentioning. Okay, this should be on the premium podcast, but I want to give this to you. Okay, because I think that um, I think that's really important for you to understand that. Okay, so when it comes to treat, understand that you can impact the level of treat based off of how good the behavior was. And also, you know, you can have different levels of treats like a pat versus a piece of steak versus, you know, a piece of kibble. Um, you know, one of my trainers in the past, um, oh, she was great. Uh, you know, she I remember she called it her trail mix. And I loved that. That was such an awesome term, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, um, so, it, you know, it would be great for you to have some form of trail mix. And again, trail mix doesn't necessarily mean that it's just food. Okay. Um, but yeah. All right. So remember that. Remember that treats are based off of a few things. The level of treat, the intensity, um, and making sure that, you know, the good behaviors that go, that start from the beginning, the ones that we're, we're, we're proactive with, are big rewards and the ones that are you know we have to tell them five times and then finally they do it it doesn't mean that you don't do nothing it just means that the impact the intensity of the reward may, might not be as high all right this can really bring your training with your dog to the next level okay um so this is this is honestly a big secret okay and i feel like I don't know. I, 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 I do. Even now, I still do research. I still follow men. I have tons of mentors. I, um, I'm in what three programs right now for new certifications. Um, I, I, I never stop. Uh, I love, love learning. And you know what? I have to say, I don't think I have ever had anyone talk about this. So this is really like kind of like a me thing. I'm sure maybe it's out there. I'm not saying I like created this. Absolutely not. Um, but I definitely noticed that this is a thing. Okay. So I want you to make sure that um, you remember that next time. So the next time you have that visitor over and your dog is actually behaving right from the get-go, big, big reward. Okay. And, oh, maybe I should also just mention a little bit of this. Um, sorry, hang on. Let me fi finish that thought. So big, big reward because they did it right at the beginning. At the beginning. Now, let's say, again, person comes over, lots of craziness, not the best. You know, your dog didn't perform their best, but eventually they sit. Okay. And they, they go into that little bit of calm mode, a little pat, a little reward, something, you know, a little bit less impactful is perfectly fine. All right. Um, but you want to proactively, you save those big rewards for those big jackpot moments. Okay. Um, but let's talk about this. What about removing treats? Somehow, I don't know where it came from, but people think that treats are forever. Or they say, oh, I don't want to get into treats because treats are forever. Or, you know, I don't want him to be dependent on food. I mean, man, 
you know, again, if you if you know a little bit about me already, you you know that I like to use children and, and you know people as as an analogy in a lot of ways. So, like, can you imagine working for free forever? Like, listen, I know we volunteer. I volunteer all the time. I I do I do many things. Okay, and I'm happy to do it. But at the end of the day, I mean you know, there needs to be something there, right? Whether it's for fulfillment or enjoyment or, you know, but like we need to pay bills, right? We need to, we need to survive. We need to do things. And so it shouldn't really be different with them. And so what I mean, I'm not saying you need to have like, you know, a a backpack full of food all the time. What I'm saying though, is to say, you know, like it's their currency, right? It's their currency. Like, I guess in some ways, you know, a primary reinforcer for us um, psychologists out there. I'm sorry if I'm not, if this isn't like a, a good term or whatever. But I would assume like money must be a primary reinforcer. Like I know affection is and stuff like this, but I'm sure that like money has to be primary or at least secondary. But I would say it's probably primary for a lot of people. Um, so, you know, currency you know, for, for us is like, you know, we do a certain job, we get paid for it. Some of us hate our job, right? But we still do it because we have no choice or we think we have no choice. That's a whole other topic, but you know what I'm saying? So I think that for us to be like, oh, well, you know, imagine, imagine if I have someone working for me and I'm like, well, I don't want them to be dependent on money. I mean, that would sound pretty ridiculous. No, I think it sounds ridiculous. So, I mean, I I really want you to understand that that's exactly the same thing. Okay. And I mean, is it, I don't know, maybe I'm overstepping here. Is it really unrealistic or, or should I say, is it really realistic for me to believe that my child will just listen to me forever for nothing? I mean, I think there has to be something I give there. I'm not talking about food. I'm just saying in general, like, I think there has to be something there, relationship, you know, all of that. And you're building this, okay? Um, And for a good portion of our children's life, we're paying for a lot of stuff, okay? Until, of course, they're, you know, able to do things on their own and so on. And even then, right, we, we, we still ask our parents for help here and there. Um, so I'm not, I I just, I just completely disagree with that term of like, I don't want my dog to become dependent on the currency, the number one currency in the world. Again, my analogy to like, you know, a human, right? So, I mean, I think it's pretty normal that your dog's currency or dependent dependency is going to be on something related to positive something that they are happy about okay whether that's affection food play toys etc because that is their currency okay our currency is money among other things but yeah so i hope that makes sense (laughs) i don't know i'm just i'm just chatting here you know so at this point but so i want you to understand that This doesn't mean that, again, I walk with a backpack full of food and I'm throwing treats like crazy, okay, at my dog for everything. I'm very calculated at how I do it. And like I just mentioned, 
I'm rewarding big treats when things are happening that are very proactive. And I'm not necessarily going all out when it's like, you know, you did okay. It might be like a pat or this or that. Okay. But like, I'll give you a good example. Daphne, my German shepherd, uh, you know, when she was with me, um, she was the best demo dog ever. I mean, she was just great. I mean, she was more than just a demo dog, obviously, but like, I just mean like her working with me, it was, it was amazing. And um, for her, the currency, aside from love, was a ball. If she had a tennis ball, I mean, anything could go on in the world around her and she would not care at all, okay? She would be hyper-focused on that ball, just absolutely obsessed. And I used that in so many ways as an advantage to the point where even her last few days... Um, you know, she was just so mesmerized and in love with the ball. So, you know, she went through search and rescue and all sorts of training, scent training, um, you name it, um, you know, like world-class obedience um, just from having a ball in my pocket, okay? And she loved it. And so if someone says to me, yeah, but you depend on it. No, not at all. I could leave that ball at home. And for the most part, she would still become just absolutely obsessed with my every move. Okay. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a German shepherd, you know, we're not going to get into breed specifics and stuff like that, but you know, there's, there's a lot to go with that. Um, but nonetheless, um, I don't want you to think that they will become absolutely dependent on it. Okay. If you're doing things right, it will not be a bribe. If you're doing things right, you will have balance when with the treats, whether it's a ball, a toy, food, whatever. Um, if you follow this protocol, if you follow this secret, okay. So um, yeah, Josh Taylor, Canine Education, CE Podcast. If you want to email me and talk a little bit, or even be on the show, please send me an email at um, CE Podcast at CanineEducation.ca, and uh, we can get into it. All right. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and um, stay tuned for uh, next week. All right. Bye.